0: fuck everybody that doesn't believe in us fuck them all we're gonna go out we're gonna become the best version of ourselves we're gonna inspire other motherfuckers to win
1: and because of us this world will change are you ready for this mikey and veronica
0: on the. Sober Success Podcast. This is the show for people who are living a sober lifestyle and want a more happier, healthier life and are focused on becoming the best version of themselves. The Sober Success Podcast, hosted by me, Mikey. Certified Addiction Recovery Coach Social Media Influencer And Entrepreneur And with me as always is my beautiful Vivacious stunning Sidekick slash girlfriend Veronica Today We're going to talk about uh, you know, What to expect in early Sobriety and some different Tips and tricks to uh, Help you along the way so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome everybody. Sober Success
1: Podcast. Hi, hi everybody. We're back. How you doing, sweetie? I'm doing well today. I'm doing well. I have a little pain, literally in my ass, but, you know, I'm, I'm doing yeah. well. Something going on with your sciatica, right? Yeah, my sciatic nerve is fucked, but Ugh. I'll get through it. You know, I always do. Take some Tylenol and keep moving.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Listen, we deal with a lot of... Uh, physical issues in our uh, mm-hmm. in recovery, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some due to due to addiction, you know, we we had a whole episode on that. Yes. But um,
1: you know, we deal with it. We deal with it now and it's uh hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not running for that pain pill. of having anxiety, I'm not running for that Xanax. I'm, it's not worth it. It's just yeah. not worth it and I'll figure it out, you know? And yeah, I We never, have
0: coping skills now.
1: Right. And I never thought in a million years having heart surgery and Tylenol and the low didn't help. yeah like I can't believe that like and I said I don't want to hear anybody say that you know like Tylenol don't work or whatever because it, it does it, you know it does I mean that was so stupid what I said but it's cool just talking about that I don't know <laughs> yeah
0: well listen I mean the Tylenol worked for you at the end yes. in the beginning you needed the, the Vicodin that you were on I know oh, yeah. you didn't want to
1: take it but you know no. you took it but, I started um, with the Tramadol and when that stopped working I didn't have you know four or five weeks later I didn't have a choice
0: yeah but um you know when you did come off the Vicodin you uh you know you started taking the Tylenol and mm-hmm. the Tylenol was working a lot for the pain it still does to this day when needed yeah. you know you
1: take Tylenol so that's great and I stopped the Vicodin cold fucking turkey like Cold turkey. I had it one day, the next day, I'm done.
0: Yeah. Well, you kind of tapered yourself down. True. True. You, know, you did kind of properly yeah, you taper yourself down. Yeah, because, you know, you you cut down. You know, true. you went from taking three a day, to three yeah. a day, yeah. down to two a day, down to, you know, one as needed. Yeah. And, uh,
1: you know, you taped so, yourself So, yeah, down. you're right. Like I said, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel any type of way a little achy. Yeah. But you know that's how you do it. Um I I didn't want to become oh. addicted and I'm really proud of myself for that. You know and I'm going to say something. If you if anybody ever has surgery and they need uh, to have pain medication just be upfront with your mother, your father, your boyfriend, your husband, be upfront and say, "Can you hold these for me?"
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and take them as needed. Um because that's what happened to me. I got diagnosed with Lyme disease in nineteen ninety nine, and that's where it all started. By 2013, uh, I was fucking snorting dope.
0: Full blown.
1: Full blown. I mean, I never used the IV or anything, but it was still the same thing. And I would never forget how dirty I felt.
0: Hey, it is what it is. It's a dirty drug that heroin. Mm-hmm. And listen, you know, it took me to depths I, you know, right. most people would wouldn't believe. So,
1: yeah. See, I like heroin. I don't like that fentanyl shit. And once, uh, that, well, I like it all.
0: That's yeah, the problem. Right. <laughs>
1: that's the problem. Right. When um, that China White they called it, I guess, came out, I was like, you know what, I'm done. And that's when people were dropping dead, dying, the death on delivery stuff. My, one of my greatest friends, um, and my daughter's ex best friend, um, th- my daughter's ex best friend. She's doing uh 12 to 24 in uh, Cambridge Springs. For a death on delivery She sold heroin to somebody And then my other good friend got 18 to 40 You know Oh hey
0: that's the lifestyle That's what comes with it mm-hmm. That's addiction right there in, in, in full bloom Yeah I yeah. have a friend you know we talked about My friend man I, I feel so bad He's doing 25 to life right now Yeah, Cause he was Got all high in somebody's house And fell asleep woke up he thought the guy stole his drugs and he lit the guy's house on fire. Ended up killing the guy. Yeah. So now my my friend's up north doing 25 to life over a mistake that he did while he was, you know, under a the drug. influence. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a horrible thing, man. These drugs can get you anyway. That may, not just an overdose. An overdose is only one way that this addiction, that these drugs can get you. You can get you in many other ways.
1: Many other ways. This it's, shit is
0: no joke, man. right?
1: You know, like um, I lost respect from people, um, uh, my kids. I mean, mentally and uh, emotionally, I know I fucked them up, but yeah, yeah, you know, and and oh, it's it, it's uh, it um, it's addiction, one hundred percent addiction, um, absolutely. Yeah, and that's addiction at its finest
0: Yep, that's addiction I mean, uh, it's a horrible disease Mm -hmm. You know, it's something I battle every single day You battle every day But that's why we're fighting it That's why we got this podcast That's why we do what we do That's why we're trying to show people that you can thrive after addiction You know, in recovery, in sobriety Especially to people like us who are fucking maniacs out there Listen, we're together, we're sober And we're shooting for the stars Yeah we are, 100% You know, 100%. Um, so listen, let's talk about You know, I, this episode Because maybe there's some people that That listen to our show Maybe they aren't sober yet right. Or maybe they just drink They don't know they have a problem yeah. Or maybe they have somebody in there Maybe they don't drink at all Mm -hmm. Maybe they got somebody in their family that's uh, an alcoholic or a drug addict Mm -hmm. They don't really understand the disease They don't know what comes with recovery and getting sober So this episode is about that, about early recovery About really, you know, the beginning, like the first, first few days uh, yeah. First week, first month, first three months—you know, early recovery. Mm-hmm. You know, let 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 the listeners know really what it's about and try to give off, uh, you know, as much value as we can as usual.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um. So, and these are
1: just our opinions and like the things that work for us. Absolutely,
0: things that work for us. You know, I do a lot of research on this stuff beforehand. I'm also an addiction recovery coach, so I, you know, not that we would. Listen, we're not doctors. We're not uh, nutritionists. No. Right,
1: right. We're none of that. We're talking from, from our experience. From
0: our, our experience. And
1: hearing other people's experiences. And you know what? We can do this. We can fight this fucking disease. Yes. Um Yeah. So come on, Michael. Let's get into our, some uh, early, reco- early um, sobriety.
0: Yeah. All right. You know, well, tips and. So sobriety. Sobriety is. Uh, sobriety has a different meaning to you know a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what one person could consider sober could be something totally different to another person. Um, and everybody's experience of getting sober is going to be different. Yeah, you know. Um, but most people can agree that getting sober comes with a lot of benefits. Yeah, you know, I never benefits. heard anyone that got clean and sober and said, "Oh, I regretted that, you know uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah, I think yeah. that was uh, a a post I put up today, really, yeah, well, I put up somewhere, yeah, a mm-hmm. post today said said that
1: I can't keep track of all your posts. I can't babe. yeah, I know I very active
0: on social media, yes, but um, so there's a lot of benefits that come with getting sober, Mm-hmm.
1: maybe not in the first few days or whatever because. Which all suck, but if oh, yeah. you get proper help, like guys, do not if dr- drinking and especially benzos, don't try it on your own. I'm telling you, don't do it. Go get help. Well, yeah, because I... it's it sucks. I mean, all drugs, you should go get help for, but you know. Alcohol and benzodiazepam You could fucking die have seizures
0: Yeah, well it's dangerous detox It is dangerous dangerous. We're gonna
1: get into that We're gonna
0: talk exactly about that Mm -hmm. You know, about Exactly what comes with that And everything Um You know, but listen Getting sober You know, a lot of benefits Mm. Major benefit You're gonna have a lot more clear thinking Um you know, because when you're drinking and drugging all the time, that has a big effect on, on, on your brain and, and your your cognition and, and mm-hmm. everything. It really does. You know, alcohol does damage to, to, to your thinking and your brain. I know I had ma- made your brain damage from yeah, all so. the alcohol and drugs 100%. I did. You know, I was going 100 miles an hour, 24 hours, 25 hours a day, you know, drinking and drugging. Mm-hmm. And I did damage. You know, been, I'm not gonna lie, right, I, I, right. I was in a fog for a long time. And listen, I'm still in the fog some of the time. I forget yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I'm uh I'm getting healthier, you know, I'm focused on, on being are. a healthier awesome. person. You know? Yeah. Eating, exercising. Mm-hmm. You know, these those are all these are all important things, especially in recovery. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that too. Yes, yes. Um You know what else are some of the benefits from uh, getting sober, baby? I mean, you definitely have more freedom, more freedom,
1: uh, the ability to think clearly. Well, yeah, uh, that's what yeah. basically what I was saying before. Right, right, right. No more hangovers. Uh, knowing what you, knowing what you did, you know, that yeah. mid, the night before. Um, you know, alcohol lost a lot of friends. You know, with, with alcohol, you know, I lost a lot of trust for people. But you yeah. know, it, getting sober really saved my life. Yeah, you know. Listen, when I was getting
0: high, mm. I was absolutely focused on that twenty-four-seven. Yeah, consumed with it. Right. And if it wasn't, if I wasn't consumed with getting high, I was consumed with doing something to get the money to get high. Yeah. And that's what I did at all times. So I had no freedom. That was a prison i had myself in you know i was totally consumed by that and now being in recovery sobriety baby we have the freedom to
1: do anything and everything i say this all the time we can do anything anything yeah anything and we're doing it we you know we're doing it little by little we're doing it look look we have this place we're together I'm good. We have food, we have roof over our head. We have everything we need. Maybe yeah. we don't have everything we want, but guess what we're gonna have it. It's coming. It's coming absolutely,
0: man. you know there's so many gifts of sobriety, you know so many relationships and you know, they just. Everything is a gift. Waking up every day is a gift for me. Amen. So many days I didn't want to wake up. Mm-hmm. I was waking up in abandoned houses. Right. I was, you know, waking up dope sick. Shitting myself. Yeah. You know, let's keep it real. I was yeah. in a bad
1: spot.
0: Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, I, I'm not there anymore. And I'm uh, eternally grateful.
1: Right. Eternally I, grateful. I was speedballing with fucking dope and an Adderall, you know yeah, i got I... so skinny it was sickening sickening i mean i you know i wanted i want to be thin you know but that was sick i mean the my bones coming out it was crazy you know these drugs take us to some uh horrible places and it's good that we talk about that too
0: because i want people to know where we were at you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah really because right. we're not
1: there no more. No, you I know, was. I, I want people to know that recovery is possible. Change is possible. Right. Thankfully, I was the never homeless, but I came very fucking close to it. Very, very close to it. Yeah, we all um, did our dirt. Yeah, we did.
0: The constant hamster wheel of addiction and alcoholism. It removes many of the elements necessary for a person to feel fulfilled in life you mm-hmm. know whether a person you know finds meaning in their, their their job or you know their whatever they do with their fan, whatever they find meaning of they're going to lose it you know because their life is going to be consumed by this addiction yeah yeah you know but um <laughs> i did i lost it you know i lost but listen becoming sober helps you Revitalize your role in the world and and you know over time it brings clarity to uh To what you really want in life, you know, I know for me You know I want peace happiness, you know, I want to just Keep giving and receiving love, you know, it really like Man, spontaneous
1: things you know that we do you know um you know little things here little things there you know Gotta that just... we that we help people volunteer for this not that we volunteer it's um you know we we help people we you try know to help when we can when try we, to, yeah you know,
0: give when we can Paying it forward and That's where a sense of fulfillment comes in life. Exactly. You know, by connecting with others, by Mm -hmm. helping other people. Yeah. You know, by by doing something for somebody else and seeing that that love in them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. that's where fulfillment comes in life. And you need to find fulfillment in life. And that's what sobriety brings. You know, eventually over time, you find some type of fulfillment in life. You know, it's not just... Living a just a selfish life Right You know like we Not do anymore. When we're getting high you know, Not anymore Yeah You know um, It was me, 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 me Yeah so Listen depending on On the amount of drugs Or alcohol you use And for how long um, There's going to be Different types of withdrawal symptoms When you're coming off Oh my god You know god. there's some people yes. That drink only occasionally Right but they are alcoholics, and yeah. when they come off, they really don't feel no withdrawal. Right. Um. Then there's extreme cases like me, who are addicted to multiple sum- substances. Yeah. To alcohol, to heroin, to K two, to this, to that. So you know, when I came off, I was you know I had to be in a hospital in a medical detox. Um, you know, and I had to be supervised. Um, I also had shingles on my head, contagious, you know, mm-hmm. I was an extreme
1: case when I know well, like, no. You know, going through withdrawals, getting sober um, If people seen pictures, they would never know You know, and then yeah. a couple months later you took another picture You're adorable, you're cute, and you look like you're
0: 15 <laughs> Oh my God, them, them pictures when I was in the hospital, I looked all oh, rough No, yeah, you looked rough, but I think you were in the rehab Shower cap on my head That's so funny Shower cap, I I had the rat tail, the hair coming out No, I think it was shaved, right? No, No. when I was first in the hospital, I had long hair Man, I was living in the streets for like two years I hadn't cut my hair Mm. Bald on the top, long hair in the back I looked like an absolute psychopath in the streets of Newburgh Walking around white boy nuts 140 pounds Mm. on crutches but oh you my god so you were respected, you know. Yeah, respected that's, people just knew I, you know, I was a real dude. I, you know, yeah. so I had a lot of friends in Newburgh. Yeah, you know, that's just lost I, his best friend. Yeah, just day. lost one of my best friends from Greenwood Lake. You know, shout out Mikey Spliff up in the sky. I love you, brother Michael Sherry. We lost another one, a good one, good soldier, man. Today was his memorial. You know, I'm very heartbroken. I couldn't get there, um but you know, I'm there in spirit. You know, I miss him a lot. He was a, a, a dear, dear friend of mine. But um, that's the raw truth again of yeah. this fucking disease of addiction mm-hmm. that we're fighting
1: every single day. You know? Yeah, we saw a picture of him the day he died. The that. The, He died a couple hours later, and you would never think he was in the fucking gym. You know, you would never think he was doing anything wrong.
0: Yeah, man, he was, uh, you know, he battled this addiction a long time. Mm -hmm. I know him a long time, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just sad to see. It's sad to see, you know, you, you know, when you take yourself out to lunch, like he did, you know, you hurt a lot of people, your family, and that's the worst part, man. Yes, it you is. You hurt so many people. It's such a, a selfish disease, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah,
1: I hurt a lot of people, you know. Um, I did a lot of fucked up things. Um, and there's some things I'm being blamed for that I didn't do. But you know what? That's, that's part of the course. That's the stuff you have to accept. Exactly.
0: People are gonna do what they do. Yeah,
1: I've accepted it. I you know, I've accepted it. I'm just, you know, saying it. Because there are this there are still, you know, things that I have to fix. Yeah. You know, it's probably take a long time, but you know, I'm hoping to fix it. I'm here. I'm I'm here. I'm not going anywhere.
0: That's right, babe. Mm Mhm. So, you know, if you're gonna get sober, you know, whether you go to a detox um, which, you know, I highly recommend Yes You know, depending on the amount you, of your drinking mm-hmm. or your drugging Go to a rehab I mean, go to a detox yeah. You know, and get yourself medically um,
1: You know, medically
0: supervised yeah. detox You know what I'm saying? Where the doctors and nursing staff are there They're going to care for you But,
1: mm-hmm. you,
0: oh, excuse you me You got
1: like a care I'm burping key. over here That's What? Right. That's just the chimichangas,
0: right? Oh my god, my god. Veronica made some slamming chimichangas tonight We cook like crazy But she's still trying to get this video out We're having problems
1: with our phones We're getting the video out Um Yeah slamming chimichangas Slamming and chimichangas And <clears throat> we don't eat red meat So I made them with turkey Uh, ground turkey Oh my god, they were delicious 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 Um so yeah, like I'm saying,
0: recommended that listen, you go to a detox. Um, so, because you might go through DTS, you know. Because listen, a lot of people don't don't know about this. They don't right. know about the DTS right. when you come off alcohol when you're drinking all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's it's. Delirium tremens, I think is it's called. DT's. Delirium DT's. tremens. Yeah,
1: something it, like that I've read. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: a it's a severe withdrawal symptom um, caused by, you know, the extreme changes that alcohol brings during, uh, you know, it's depression of the nervous system. Mm. You know, because uh, alcohol is a depressant. And, you know, listen, when you're coming off alcohol, benzos, like you said, mm-hmm. You know, it is—it's rough, rough symptoms.
1: I—I cu- I was going through withdrawals uh, uh, from Xanax quite a few times, and it was no joke. I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I felt like—I mean, I was probably 140 pounds, 145 pounds, and I just felt like the weight. I, all everything, I felt like I was um 500 pounds because everything weighed down. Um, and then as soon as I, you know, I could. When I, once I got them, I was so much better, you know, yeah. I was a functioning Xanax person. And here I am going, i come home. I, you know, I go out three in the fucking morning go to Walmart or whatever, steal stuff and come home and be like, what the fuck is all this talking about how I got it from the church? I mean, what addiction does, man, The lies. And uh, you know what? And I've said it before, I can lay my head on a pillow at night knowing I was the best person I possibly could be Yeah, that's what
0: we strive for every day Yeah So, some of the symptoms of your, 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 your DTs, or so, you know, withdrawals might have seizures, physical tremors, you're gonna be irritable,
1: get agitated a lot Yeah
0: You know, you might experience a lot of anxiety, restlessness
1: And you also have bursts of energy
0: Yeah You can um, Sensitivity to the light, sounds, <laughs> touch yeah, I'll forget about it. You know, fatigue, sleepiness. Um, sometimes you
1: can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Also a deep you know, sleep. Yeah. Lasting a day or, or longer. Yeah, You know, absolutely. when I didn't have Xandex, I because I would twitch. Yeah. No, I'm lucky I never had a seizure. I have a friend of mine. He had a grandma seizure on the street and people walked right by him. He's yeah. still alive, thank God.
0: Listen, you know, withdrawal from... You know, not just alcohol, the DTs, even, you know, other withdrawals from opiates, Mm. from, you know, other pills, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of other symptoms that you can experience. You you might not realize it, it, but you can experience a lot of these symptoms Um, constipation, Mm. headaches, diarrhea, insomnia, heart palpitation,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: intense aches and pains, Mm -hmm. nausea, vomiting. Yeah. You know, I talked about the anxiety, extreme anxiety. You know, stomach pain, loss of appetite. You know that restless leg syndrome. That shit sucks. Yeah, you know, extreme. You know, the mood swings. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the percutudes, the sweating. Pertitude,
1: oh my god. Oh. Um, you know, yeah. I um from so for my what I've read and stuff like that, heroin, um, opiates, um. Xanax, you know, things like that, their body, like, their body withdrawals, like, your body goes through it, where cocaine crack, it's your mind, your mind goes through it, it's like, after you stop, there's like a 10-day, um, you're good for, like, it's 10 days where, um, you're not gonna, you're not gonna maybe want it, or, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of what what it said, uh. It's just a 10 day process from uh,
0: from what? Of like um detoxing it from your system, from your mind?
1: Yeah, I guess from yeah, from your mind, because there's no withdrawal, physical withdrawal or anything, yeah. from cocaine. And you know, some people snap. Uh, and I know somebody who did snap badly. Um yeah. and you know, th- that it was no fucking joke.
0: Listen, there's withdrawals from cocaine. I don't know, and crack, because Listen, I, I I dealt in the hood like with people that were serious crack addicts Like mm-hmm. where they smoked crack all day, every day And mm-hmm. when they didn't have it, they would bug the fuck out And they got physically sick mm-hmm. and shit like that You yeah. know what I'm saying? Hell yeah mm-hmm. You know, people don't you know there is, there is, but that's like extreme cases. But you're yeah. right about what you said. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, it's just a sad thing.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, depending on the severity of use and you know what you've been using, you know, like like we mentioned, um, all them symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be extremely hard to manage your withdrawal symptoms. Um, and really unsafe to handle them by yourself without medical supervision.
1: Right, and once again, these withdrawals are dangerous. Yeah. Please don't try it on your own. No, you, you gotta know? go to
0: a detox, go to the emergency room.
1: Yeah, and let them know, just be honest, You know, yeah. let them know whether whether you wanna get clean or you don't wanna get clean and you don't have your benzodiazepam and you don't have your alcohol, whatever, just go, go. Don't try and do it on your own. It's not gonna work out good. You know I just don't want to see anybody else get hurt.
0: Yeah, that's right. You know, we don't uh we don't want you getting sober by yourself cuz you know, you could die from withdrawal mm-hmm. and that that's a that's a sad fact of it. Yeah. You know that's that you could die
1: and uh you know, we want you to have a, a
0: a smooth recovery. Yeah, you know
1: what I'm saying. I mean, it's not going to be that smooth. You're going to have ups and downs. And well, yeah, stuff but like that, get a support group. Listen, Whether that's your family, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, get a support group. That's really good.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. We'll get into that, baby. Of okay, course. Okay. But um, I'm just talking about going. You know, detail. I'm talking about when you first get off that first day.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know what you're gonna I, do. My bad. My you bad. Know?
0: You jump. Of course, they're gonna have to get a lot. They're gonna have to do a lot. Listen, recovery is not a walk in the park. Maybe it is for some people, but I'm sharing my experience, Mm -hmm. and the majority of the people that I know, right? You know, so uh, that's what we talk about. What we know, you Mm -hmm. know. We're not gonna talk about something we don't know about. Exactly, we're not. Um, You know, so like we said, go to the hospital because you're gonna have twenty four. 24 hour access to nursing Staff they're gonna be there They're gonna watch you They're gonna give you whatever medications you may need mm-hmm. They're gonna keep you as Comfortable as possible And manage your symptoms
1: And you'll get your vitals taken and all that Because that's, yeah. important. that's yeah. important
0: You know um, I mean What was I gonna say About uh, Something else about the, the symptoms I wanted to say you know, because like those first first few days, the first like I'd say two three days, they're typically uh, focused on basically just managing those symptoms of your withdrawals. You no, know, because listen, I've been to detoxes, and this is something I know about. Yeah, you know. So the first two three days, usually just try to, they try to get your withdrawal symptoms managed, um, get you more comfortable.
1: Mm. Um, I never went to detox or rehab. I my solution was to get the drug.
0: Yeah Just keep going
1: feel better. Yeah,
0: yeah Yeah No I know about that I was um,
1: doing a shit ton of Xanax With no joke
0: Yeah Um. So Like I said You're gonna go to detox Now everybody's different mm-hmm. You know Not everybody's gonna go to rehab You know Some people May not need rehab Some people can come right out of a a a a detox and uh go right back to their life they might not change nothing right now Mm -hmm. i don't uh i wouldn't advise doing that you know i would advise switching stuff up making changes getting some structure in your life but you know there's different uh you got different options you know once you get detoxed physically off them physical withdrawals Yes. you know and um So coming at a detox, um, you might go into a rehab, a residential treatment center, or you might come out, go back to your life and maybe go to an outpatient uh, facility, for whether it's for groups or one-on-one counseling. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you might uh, get hooked up with a, a sober coach there.
1: Um Sober coaches are a really what really God.
0: Yeah. Or maybe maybe even uh, level it up a notch in a sober success coach like me. You know, somebody gets you back on track and um, you know, get you started on your recovery journey. So, you know, after them first two, three days, that's probably usually what's next gonna happen in the next three to five days. You'll probably go to either, you know, because at Detox you're gonna be talking to counselors there. And you'll probably work out a plan of what's going to be next. What's going to be after care, after the detox. Right. Whether you're going to go to a rehab. You know, everybody's different. The severity of everybody's use is different. The different drugs that they use is different. So you know what I'm saying? So everybody's yeah. going to be different at this point. So you're going to have different options of what you're going to do. So the best advice is to talk to them there and be open and honest about what you're doing and what you're
1: using yeah honesty is your best policy <clears throat> i i would lie about anything you know it was just easier um but now it's a, why why do it you know it's it, it's better to tell the truth because the one lie is three lies and the, the three lies you got to make sure you the first lie It's not worth it
0: not at all and uh For me, there really is no recovery or sobriety without honesty. Right. You know, true sobriety, you need honesty. You gotta be rigorously honest, you know, to really get to the core of what's going on with you. Yeah.
1: You know, and
0: that's what our sobriety is about.
1: Yeah, but I also, and you also, we have a little network of people, you know, that we could call on a a daily basis and talk about anything.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So the first week, you're going to go through a lot of physical changes, a lot of emotional changes um, While the changes may feel overwhelming, they're a sign your brain is beginning
1: uh, to readjust to functioning without drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. You could take some vitamins too Yeah Vitamin B Yep B6, B12, yeah
0: Yes um, because listen, when we're drinking and drugging, we're not eating right Nope You know, how many times you're drunk and you just eat whatever Yeah And tons of it or, uh, Yeah You know, listen, you know, there were days I didn't eat right. Days on end, Yeah, you know Same, We didn't eat, so your nutrition is messed up Big time So that's another thing they'll help you with at detox They'll get you on some type of good nutritional regimen or something Yeah Give you the vitamins you need, like you said yeah. Um, other physical changes you're gonna go through like insomnia, not gonna
1: be able to sleep, like we mentioned. That's gonna be rough, and that you get irritable from that.
0: Oh maybe yeah.
1: You, you could drink some chamomile tea, uh, peppermint tea, maybe something like that to you know help you go to sleep. I know I tried that. I did that, but I can't even drink it anymore now because of my valve. Uh-huh. That's the truth You can't drink a lot of stuff Because of the uh, blood
0: thinners that you take Mm -hmm. So you got to be very careful with that Um, So what were we talking about The emotional changes Physical changes like to message or support our podcast, the link will be in the description of this episode. We can't do this without you guys, so if you would like to help sustain future episodes, we need your support. And we'd also like to hear from you, where you're from, and uh, what topics you would like to hear about. And if you're going through anything, maybe we could answer any questions that you have for us, me and Veronica. So just click the link in the description, and like I said, message us, and have a beautiful blessed day. Let's get it, baby. So that's, You know, that first week is going to be a flood of emotions Mm Mm-hmm Um, overwhelming You know, anxiety I know I had Mm -hmm. It was was crazy Me too So that, that, you know, that's the first week The, The first month of recovery Um, is really when You know, your goal should be to achieve some type of stability In your sobriety Yeah You know, you have to, you know work on building a routine um that first month because listen that's what keeps us sober our routines and sobriety
1: absolutely mine does yeah um you journaling how many books you have you've been journaling for over two years yeah forget about it
0: journaling is a very essential part of my Mm. routine because you know it helps me look at myself and, and you know where i'm at and um you know as time goes on I, I go and I look back at where I was and um you know it helps it helps it helps you know number one helps me start to build some confidence in, in my in my recovery you know seeing where I'm at mm-hmm. you know every day Um, building new routines you know it'll keep you productive it'll keep you motivated in your sobriety Um. You know, some important things to include in your routine and make a priority is waking up and going to sleep at the same time every day. Um, it's real important in recovery and it, I mean, it's going to be hard to do
1: in the beginning because you know, we have messed up sleep coming oh, into yeah. recovery. Yeah. I mean, I still have messed up sleep some days, you know, uh, you know, but that's just how it is. It's going to take a while. Yeah, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Um
0: you know it's really important too to prioritize your recovery. And, and prioritize your meetings, your groups, or whatever you're doing for your recovery. Mm-hmm. Make that a priority every day. Cause you know, we say this how many times? Whatever you put in front of your recovery, you're gonna end up losing.
1: You're every gonna single end time up losing.
0: So put your recovery first. Um Leave time for your daily chores, stuff that you have to do. Don't overwhelm yourself, you know. Try to find balance. Balance and being flexible are kind of, you know, important things that you should really work on when building a routine. Yeah. Definitely try to find balance in what you're doing. And um, be flexible, you know. um, Don't try to schedule every minute of your life. You know, because you're going to overwhelm yourself Yeah, you will overwhelm yourself You definitely will So, um got to try to find the right balance And, you know, like I've mentioned Sometimes it could be hard for me to find balance mm-hmm. But, um You know, I work on it Like like, we like said, you know I talk to people constantly Well, lately I haven't been talking to many people I got to get back into talking to, to, to my regulars Because um, that's important, you know yeah. It's is, for me. Yes,
1: absolutely. It's important for me to send out the text messages that I send out. It's important to answer the phone when somebody calls me. I make sure they're all right. If I can't answer, I call them back or text them. You are right. You know, give me five minutes or whatever. Um, but you know, my I come first, and my my people come, you know, first with me. My sobriety is always first and foremost Sometimes I don't practice that You know, I get into my own head, my own feelings And that's not good Don't get into your feelings, stay out of your fucking head You yeah, have
0: listen. to You know, we go through, like we talk about Sometimes overwhelming feelings mm-hmm. You know, in recovery And uh, it's hard dealing with emotions I know it's hard for me but um we don't got to do it alone you no. know we learn a lot of different strategies coping skills and uh you know ways to deal with our emotions yeah and um in all actuality ways to change our emotions mm-hmm. and change the state with that we're in you know through different you know coping skills and, and stuff that we learn along our recovery journey yeah right or wrong baby right back right. me up over here
1: absolutely like um Michael will tell me, call somebody, call this one. I was like, because you're telling me I'm going to make a phone call and that's going to help me. He said, yeah, get the fuck out of here. You know, like, whatever, defiant, defiant, defiant. You want me to pray and do a gratitude list? It ain't going to happen. That's just about anybody. And guess what? When I call people, I feel 100 times better. I do not feel like that asshole from the day before or something like that. And you know what I gotta say on my beam. You have to stay on the beam and I fall off a lot, but I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm I'm sixteen months in recovery. And you know, I'm I learn every single day. You fall off and uh, we get back up. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's uh you know, in that first month when you're building your routine, there's some things that you really should uh stay focused on. Mm-hmm. Number one is your diet. You know, because you gotta get that right nutrition. You want your physical and mental health to be at par. Yeah. You know, so for your physical health, it's important to eat the right things, you know? Try to eat healthy. Like, what do we do, baby? We have our smoothie every morning. Yeah, I love that. Our, our, our naked green smoothie not green, the blue machine the blue smoothie machine. we've been drinking. You know, I used to make a blended smoothie, mm-hmm. but um just, i guess because i guess it takes too much time or whatever we don't do that now but we drink the naked smoothie every yeah. morning yeah get some nutrition in us get some uh you know vitamins in us nutrients mm. it's
1: important it's important and um it is important especially for us because we fast all day yeah. and then we eat once at night and you know i'm down 20 pounds michael's down about 30 you know and we're doing well
0: yeah and like if you're uh maybe if you're in an outpatient or halfway house they might have a nutritionist there or something to help you devise a a, a a diet plan you know to go by so you know what to eat and um and you're eating the right things and you you know you're you're incorporating fresh fruits fresh vegetables mm-hmm. into your diet yep, you know cuz all that stuff's important you, know, you may yep. not think so but it is
1: you know it helps your physical health and eating right also helps your mental health as well. Yeah, I um, I don't eat candy, but I can say I had I count on one hand how much candy I had since Christmas, and I feel good about that.
0: Yeah, you we know? were eating a lot of candy before. That was like our guilty pleasure. Eating a little candy at night, but uh. A guilty pleasure was slowly killing us
1: mm-hmm. You know? It up my stomach And yeah. it was bad I got all bound up Because I was eating Yeah um, Sweetest fish Milk duds. So yeah, after that That was it It was a couple of weeks before Christmas And actually a couple of days before Christmas And I just didn't want to feel like that anymore Yeah, so you know You got to uh.
0: When building your routine and recovery, make sure you focus on your diet a little and nutrition and what you're putting into your body, Mm -hmm. because it's important. Um, Another thing is exercise. It's important to stay active. Like most addicts, alcoholics, you know, it's not like we do regular exercise, except running to the dope man or up and down Broadway to go boosting. But other than that, we're not doing regular exercise and you know they say to do 20 to 30 minutes a day of you know like little uh, mid aerobic activity mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. um and that's just to survive stay alive and, and be you know normally healthy
1: yeah and walk for 20 30 minutes that's also right
0: yeah you know that's something i do every day as i walk and uh you're gonna be getting back into it you know because it's important just to stay a little active every day just do a, a little something mm-hmm. every day man um Cause it's all about you you're the one that's gonna reap the benefits like we say yeah I'm you know reap the benefits of it all so you got to put the work into yourself nothing's just going to happen uh, magically you know so exercise is important whether it's walking whether it's just doing daily stretching or yoga yoga is a big thing that a lot of people are into and getting into in recovery yeah you know so and that's also great as a hobby as well because you know I, I, you say, hobbies are important to having recovery too, you know, so, um, yoga, exercise, very important. Make exercise a priority and part of your daily recovery mm-hmm. routine. And, um, you know, third I want to mention is, you know, as far as our mental health and really dealing with this, this disease mm-hmm. is, you know, make therapy. Groups, meetings, a part of your recovery. Um, you know, we're part of a fellowship we mention here and there. But, um, you know, we also do therapy. We also,
1: you know... I don't know what I would do without my therapist.
0: Yeah, you know, we're, we we have support groups, you know, we're active in them. We talk, we're
1: honest,
0: we're active in our recovery. That's necessary. It's necessary for a stable recovery to continue to work on yourself and put the effort in that it takes. Whether it's you know continuing your, your outpatient counseling mm-hmm. or going to 12-step meetings, you know uh, whether it's online, in person, be active, active in your recovery and uh, you know put that into your daily routine. So important so important don't you think
1: oh very important absolutely um you know I get up I do a routine my mind isn't as as elaborate as Michael's is um but you know that's what he does for his recovery that's what I do for my recovery you know and being a couple in recovery that that's an amazing thing um it really is to know that um he's got my back and I have his 100 percent
0: um, well, it's a beautiful thing. We, we encourage each other, you know, we encourage each other to do the right thing.
1: Yeah, um, we do.
0: You know, because listen, what we do affects each other, whether we want to believe it or not. You know, if, uh, if I'm not doing the right thing, it's going to affect you, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to affect you negatively. I want to keep, you know, keep motivating you. And I want you to keep motivating me Yeah You know, and that's what this is about And that's, uh, you know, that's what just what we're trying to do With everything that we do With the podcast, with everything We're trying to keep ourselves motivated Yes, And keep ourselves sober As well as helping others And that's our purpose in life now Is staying sober and helping other alcoholics and addicts Achieve sobriety mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, achieve success
1: in life and that's what it's about, baby. It is what it's about. You know, you know, and we've said it before. Please, guys, drop a comment. Let us know what you want to hear, what you think about early recovery. Um, if you're in early recovery, let us know. Drop your sober date.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Let's Get It T-Shirts, the number one recovery apparel. There is no better way to recover out loud than a fresh t-shirt, hoodie, or hat from us. Check out our Etsy shop at let's get it t com There's new designs added monthly and there's always something new dropping. So don't forget to check out our shop and support recovery. And there's no better way to spark a conversation about recovery or possibly help somebody that may be struggling in addiction. When they see you wearing a shirt that supports recovery, it opens up the possibilities for somebody else to get sober. So start recovering out loud and check out our shop. The link is in the description. Let's get it, baby. So if you utilize the resources, um, you go to your groups, you go to meetings, you start to build a support network, mm-hmm. people you can count on, people you could start trusting, people you could start talking to about your problems, um, you know, if you're in an outpatient or even if you're not, you can get yourself a recovery coach, a sober coach. Um, add them to your support network Maybe you want to level it up Get yourself a sober success coach And really unlock that inner power mm-hmm. You know, whatever you want to do And get a sober success coach like me it Might yeah. be buns
1: Did Mike, Has Michael told you that He's a sober success coach?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um You know Listen It's such a better life You know, there's going to be some There's going to be a lot of ups and downs like we said, it's gonna be a roller coaster. It's gonna be hard You're gonna to wanna to quit a lot You're gonna to wanna to give in You're gonna to wanna to say, fuck it I'm just gonna go get high I'm just gonna drink I'm just gonna go do it We see that every single day Yeah, but um, you gotta fight it You gotta, you know If you stay connected with people You start learning coping skills You start learning what to do When you get mm-hmm. cravings, you know there's other things you can do than pick up a drink or a jug.
1: Yeah. I you mean, know? We, um, uh, people that are 25 years sober, they stop going to their meetings and stop with their network and they relapsed. And we see that every day. Somebody else spent nine years. You know? It, it was absolutely crazy. Like, but You know what? First of all, when I um, started uh, my program, I didn't believe anybody could be sober for all those years. Until I kept going and kept going and kept going. Because I stayed behind the scenes for seven months. I didn't say a word, right? But, you know, and now I can't wait to go to my meetings. I can't wait to see my friends on there.
0: Yeah. I mean, you made it part of your life. Yeah. You know, recovery becomes your life. You have to make it your
1: life. If not, you know,
0: you know the alternative.
1: I know the alternative. You know the alternative. You know, like I talked to you about, like, I'm not strong enough. To like go to like a barbecue or you know a wedding or something like that where there's going to be alcohol, I'm not strong enough right now to do that no. because um I know myself and I have to set up boundaries. You know yeah. I have to set up boundaries, um you know for my my own self.
0: In time you will be, in time you will be. You'll feel comfortable to go anywhere and everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a gift of sobriety. You know, It comes to a point where
1: alcohol and drugs just don't have a place in your life anymore. I was done. I was done. When I left, I was done. Absolutely. Um, Didn't want that life no more, Michael. You know, I didn't want that life anymore. The drinking and the drugging. It's a miserable life. Mm-hmm. Nothing good at, comes out of it. Exactly. I'm fighting for my own life. And hadn't I, I hadn't I left and uh, went to went to Montgomery, I would have never ever known about my heart condition or any of that, because I would have never gotten checked. I wouldn't have insurance. Everything happens for a reason. That's what I Bart. say, exactly. You know, that's
0: your journey.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. your journey. Everything
0: happens for a reason.
1: My, like as Michael mentioned, you know, get checked out. Get checked out.
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't go to the doctors for years, and look at what happened. I ended up having an open heart surgery, and I didn't know it. Lucky to be alive.
0: Yes, you are, and uh, I'm grateful you're alive. I know, and uh, I'm grateful that happened that day on that beach because if not, we wouldn't have uh, uh, known about the heart condition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, everything happens for a reason. But um, okay, baby, do you know about pause?
1: Yeah, kinda. Of. Uh, uh, yeah, paws. Yeah.
0: It's post acute withdrawal syndrome. And it uh, it can affect about 75% of people in recovery.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, now, pores, you're talking about pores like cats and dogs have pores. P A W S. Post
0: acute uh, withdrawal syndrome.
1: Right, P A W S. Oh, okay. Earth's Acute yeah.
0: withdrawal syndrome. That's what I said. That's what it's called. Yeah. Not pause like animal
1: pause. No but, but that's how it's spelled. spelled. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah.
0: It's um it's certain symptoms that appear and reappear in the weeks and months um after you get sober. Okay it's, it's withdrawal symptoms that pop up, you know, after you've been sober for a while. Yeah. And they pop up out of the blue. And um they can happen Weeks, months, even years mm-hmm. after being sober You know um, It can be common signs of it are like Having trouble thinking Or remembering things and learning <laughs> You know, that's post-acute withdrawal
1: No honey, that's calling a craft moment Can't remember a fucking thing <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> um, Irritability, anxiety, panic mm-hmm. You know, those are, are post-acute withdrawal symptoms That, that, that happen to people that never had anxiety or stuff like that before, but mm-hmm. because of their addiction or alcoholism, and you know, getting sober, you know, they they start to have these symptoms, and that's you know the effects of pause, um, depression. You know, you know, can't sleep. You know, still have fucked up sleep for 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 weeks, months
1: after. Yes, that's um, yeah, that's because of pause. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, increased sensitivity to stressful shit. <laughs> You know? Yeah. You know, the stuff just bothers you more. More. more, It's more stressful. Uh, Yeah. You know? Yeah. um, You know, it can make you feel like your recovery is stalling or losing momentum, but it's not. If you're experiencing these symptoms and you're still staying sober, then you're progressing. Because every day sober, you're making progress, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. You know, you got to give yourself a pat on the back. Hell to yeah. To get through that day sober. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, over time, by staying active in your recovery, you know, you'll learn different coping skills. Um, and coping skills, along with a healthy diet and exercise, those are great ways to deal with pause. You know, um, all that stuff. You know, once you got a routine going
1: mm-hmm. and you're
0: learning the different coping skills yeah. and, you know, you're staying connected, you got a routine going, healthy habits, you know, you'd be able to deal with the pause a lot better to post-acute withdrawal symptoms. Because, yeah. listen, sobriety, even months down the road can be a rocky fucking uh, journey. I'm telling you, I'm I'm just being honest with you, everybody. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be... uh. The land of milk and honey.
1: <laughs> I don't even like milk. Thank God it's not the land of milk and honey because I don't even like. Yeah, milk. I couldn't
0: even imagine what milk and honey tastes like. That's oh, got to
1: be disgusting. Right? Probably, yeah. Oh man. Um. How All about right. how about then that sour patch kids It's sweet and then sour. That's how your fucking day could go. What? The, the sour patch kids first is sweet. And then they're sour or something like that, yeah. they say um, But your fucking day can go like that You do oh, wake yeah. up sweet, and in ten minutes Your sour as fuck.
0: Yeah, that's how your sobriety can go Absolutely mm-hmm. It's not a Listen, it's always not a walk in the park It's not a walk in the park We not face many struggles in recovery mm-hmm. But listen The more obstacles The more strength we get out of it
1: You right. know what I'm saying?
0: The more we overcome, the stronger we get
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I know what you're fact, saying baby. I, I live I it every, live every that. day I live it every day you know um so now let's get into you know real quick some uh, some tips for early sobriety all right okay let's do it All right like we said you know your first month of recovery is going to be full of ups and downs mm. so uh, here's a few tips number one, Well listen, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna get cravings, you're gonna have thoughts of using,
1: you might even have drunk dreams and dreams that you're using, or you can have dreams where drugs are there and alcohol is there, but you're not using.
0: And you know, the farther you get in your sobriety, Mm -hmm. um, the easier it is to lose sight of why you stop drinking and drugging. So. Here's tip number one. Remember the reason. Remember why you stopped drinking and drugging. Mm-hmm. Remember the pain. Remember the hurt you caused. You know, remember that stuff when the cravings come up, you yeah. know? Remember your family. Remember your loved ones that want you to stop. Mm-hmm. Remember the reasons you stopped. Yeah, You know. 100%. You gotta remember the reason, you know? I uh, I didn't wanna die. You I didn't know? want to die either. I, I did tired want to die. of that life. Tired of that life. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to die. I wanted a better life. I wanted something out of life.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted love. You know? Exactly. I wanted love. Yeah. But 100% I wanted love. Because you know what? I love hard. And um, I just wasn't feeling the love anymore. I'm grateful so, for a lot of things. but.
0: So remember your reasons. Yeah. You know, remember your reasons um, You know, another tip Which is real important You know, it may sound stupid Or corny But
1: um, <laughs> find a hobby okay. Find a hobby I, I don't think that's corny at all Any, any fishing, crocheting uh, Crafting Anything, yep. listen
0: Boredom can be a relapse trigger um, So finding something to do Can be a valuable tool For your recovery Yeah Very valuable Very You know um, You know Having Having Hobbies Something to do It can also reduce The intensity And frequency Of cravings You know It absolutely can And uh, It also Provide you with a sense of You know Purpose Fulfillment you know, depending on what your hobbies are, what you're doing Because, mm-hmm. you know, what are some of my hobbies? Let's go into because, you know, I make videos yeah. I, I put out a lot of videos for YouTube, TikTok, uh, Facebook, Instagram Those are my hobbies, you right. know? I love doing that stuff It gives, gives me a sense of purpose, fulfillment, you know? I connect with others You know, I get great comments back People saving my videos, you know? That stuff, yeah. as corny, that little stuff like that makes me feel fulfilled, you know, makes me feel I touch somebody, you know, I reach somebody, mm-hmm. I got the message of hope across, you know, Yeah. that little hobby of making videos I do every day that I put out, two, definitely every day, to some days 10 videos, depending on what I put out, yeah. you know, that little hobby means a lot, you know, my drawing, which I haven't done in a while. That hobby means a lot. Look at them pictures over there. Yeah. that I drew for you or Mickey or this or that. Yeah. You no, know, I love drawing. You know, that gives me a sense of fulfillment. You're awesome when yeah. you draw. Okay, awesome. what are your, some
1: of your hobbies? Okay, I like to paint, I like to garden. Yeah, it, look what we did this yeah. weekend. You you planted all your flowers. My flowers, my vegetable plants. Yeah. Tomatoes. Peppers. peppers. We got the yellow peppers. What are they called? Uh, snacking peppers. Yeah,
0: the little sweet
1: snackers. Yeah, got a couple of different tomatoes yeah. out there. Yeah,
0: you're into gardening, mm-hmm. painting. You do, listen, you do a lot. You do some t-shirt work with me. Yeah. Designing. Yeah. You do videos now. You're producing videos, putting them out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to stay busy. You got to stay active. You know, having a hobby, is one of the best tips you can have for early sobriety. Keep yourself busy, active, and give yourself a sense of purpose mm-hmm. and fulfillment.
1: You know what I was thinking because you know I like to paint. So uh, we have all those we have all those rocks from you know last year that we were painting.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: I was thinking about painting them, putting sayings on them, and you know putting them in random places. They've done that for years, and see if anybody finds it or whatever
0: you know i
1: mean that's just amazing i love doing stuff like maybe put one down the street maybe take one to the other town you know all over if we go to jersey or whatever yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun that's a good idea you should get into that yeah i
0: think i'm going to we're gonna get into we just bought some uh picture frames yeah we're gonna customize them yeah, um, that's another little business venture we're gonna do. Yeah, customize them. We're making um, a collage.
1: Yeah,
0: you know I got a lot. I, hey, I got the TikTok shop now.
1: Yeah. so that's a little do.
0: hobby I'm doing, making <laughs> videos for that. Maybe do lives with that. Yeah, you know we make uh, YouTube videos. You know we stay busy with our hobbies. And, ooh, excuse me, I'm drinking soda over here. At Eleven o'clock at night. Coke Zero. Shout out we love the zero So yeah. um what was i just talking about um hobbies or something yeah yeah We getting late we long yeah day. yeah um, yeah. all right we were talking about tips and early sobriety oh we we're talking about hobbies hobbies yeah hobbies it, listen it's important to have a hobby all right mm-hmm. put it that way so work a hobby into your routine um you know we want to get some stability in our recovery Start doing things that you like, things that you love, things that you stopped doing because you were getting high. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's another tip: don't get overconfident. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Listen, it's, that's a big one. Yeah, because it's common for people in recovery to feel like they are uh, cured. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they'll stop attending their meetings like you mentioned mm. they'll stop attending their groups their therapy and all uh, you know that's a common mistake it leads right to relapse
1: yeah i mean i went on a tangent where i was done with the program i wasn't doing this and that and i guess it was four four days or five days that i wasn't mm. doing any of that and i felt it i felt that that shit was no fun and then i just hopped back in
0: listen You can't get overconfident, think you're cured. I can't say that word, cured. Cured, cured, Cured. Cured. think you're cured. Um, You know, it's important to remain humble. Mm -hmm. Remain humble and uh, just continue to seek ongoing support even when you feel confident in sobriety. Mm -hmm. You know, even when things are going good, things are going smooth, stay connected. Keep reaching out to your people in your support network, listen. I'm going to tell you right now, in early sobriety, you should be talking to two to five people a day on a daily basis that are in recovery, too. I'm going to be honest with you, because that's what's going to keep you sober. Yeah. The people in your life. Yeah. You know? It's true. And when the
1: people aren't there, you better have God. You better have a higher power. You better have something. Yeah, you better have something. You Because know? I know I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I couldn't.
0: Um, all right. So don't get overconfident. And here's another tip I'm going to give you You got to understand that um, for you to survive and stay sober You're going to need to sacrifice some relationships Yeah, you're going to That's a big one too You know, you might have to set up boundaries You might have to let people go absolutely out of your life
1: Cause you're fighting to, to stay alive I am fighting to stay alive You know We all are fighting to stay alive We're all fighting to stay alive mm. and That's I wasn't saying you baby yeah, No yeah, I know But that. you are
0: I am yeah. I'm saying to them Whoever's listening You're fighting to stay alive mm-hmm. So You know You gotta let people go People that aren't healthy for you You know Cause Many of the friends that we have When we're using When you know, when we're active, they're just enabling us And uh, they're encouraging us to drink and drugs. Exactly You know, because misery loves company Sure does um, So you have to be prepared to either put up boundaries Oh, excuse me, or just give up them relationships Let the people go, you know So be prepared for that That's That's a big tip, you know, that I'm giving you right now Oh, yeah, I, hope, I hope you guys are listening And jotting these things down I hope you got the pen and paper out
1: Ha <laughs> ha But um Leave us a comment Let us know what you want us to talk about Yeah we um, want to
0: know Yes
1: we want to know where you live Where you're from What you do Yeah um, like, Drop your sobriety date Or reach Let out us if you we need we'll it We'll give you a shout out on the show Yeah Let us know
0: Send us a message We'll definitely give you a shout out We wanna hear the sobriety dates. We wanna know if you want us to give any love to anybody that's passed away in your life, any prayers. You know, uh, me and Veronica are big on prayers. So if you want us uh, to include anybody in our prayers, please send us a message.
1: The link is in the description. We wanna hear from you guys. We do, we do, we do. You know, wait, listen, like, we're sitting here and we're doing this and it's late at night, early in the morning, whatever you want to say, <laughs> because this is another part of our service. This is something that we both feel could help somebody. Yeah.
0: As as long as, listen, our intentions are right with this. You know, we're trying to help people. Yeah. You know, and that's helping us in turn. Absolutely.
1: And we're going to keep making these podcasts.
0: Absolutely baby Yep But um Everybody let us know What you want want us to hear about Let's get back into these tips Cause I, I pretty much uh, I think I got one more tip For you guys Um Yeah here's a big one You gotta learn to forgive yourself And hmm. move forward I still have a hard time with that Oh that's a big one And it's gonna be hard But listen We hurt people Um You know, we did things that we wouldn't do, you know, when we're sober. Um, You know, when we're using, we did these things. And, uh, you know, it's easy to get consumed by guilt when you first get sober. You know, guilt and shame, you know, for the stuff you did. But uh, I have a lot of it. You know, you got to come to some place of acceptance with all this stuff. And it takes time. Yeah. You know, it takes time. But you got to work on it you know you got to go to therapy you got to go to your groups you got to reach out to people you got to talk about what's going on you got to be honest you got to be willing to make changes and you got to put the work into yourself and uh you're the one that's going to reap the benefits yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah you're putting the work into your recovery
1: who's gonna who's gonna reap the benefits you are yeah so perfect. why not do it you know you're exactly. trying to get better I know that it was worth every bit of things. Was it hard? Yeah, did it suck? Yeah. But, um, I did, and I did it for myself. You know, I only have about 16 months sober. Congratulations. Yeah, well, for alcohol. I stopped doing drugs a while ago. did have a couple of fuck-ups with uh, Xanax because I just love that drug. Um... You keeping know, it real. Yeah, exactly. I'm keeping it real. Um But like I said, you know, I'm doing I'm doing well. Um uh, yes over. Probably
0: sixteen months over Yeah. Again. Oh
1: um yeah, over. Yeah. Over over a year, I should've said.
0: You came a long way, baby. And yeah. um you know, you put the work in, like I said, and you reap the benefits. So you know, listen everybody, it's important, like I said, forgive yourself, keep working on yourself, and uh, it's just going to get better and better. You're going to hit some hard spots, but you hit hard spots in life. You do. But here's the thing, in recovery you got to face them. You can't run away, you can't drown your sorrows in a bottle, but you, you learn tools along the way. You learn coping skills and you don't gotta do this alone, that's the greatest thing. You don't have to do it alone. No, exactly. There's tons of groups out there, tons of fellowships, tons of rehabs. Um, listen, there's there's sober coaches to help you along the way. I can help you along the way. Sober Success Coaching can help you along the way. I offer a f- free coaching session. Um, so, you know, if you want want me to help you along the way, go to the link in the bio. I'll help you along the way. Reach out to somebody to help you along the way. Please. Yeah, you know, build that foundation. Put down the alcohol. Put down the drugs. Go through the detox. Go through the process. Trust the process. Trust the plan. Start taking some suggestions. And in no time man you know you'll find yourself in a a a beautiful place in life
1: yeah and if you like the, you know if you're into praying and prayer power prayer is unbelievable power prayer is yes it is i i know for me it is anyway yep
0: so you know i hope we provide you guys with some value and like i said if you're thinking about sober, just reach out to somebody. Talk to somebody you know that's in sobriety. Mm-hmm. And uh, do yourself a favor. Give yourself a chance. And, you know, I hope some of the stuff we talked about helps you along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, because we don't want you doing this
1: alone. Not at all. And also, you can reach out to one of us. And we will be more than happy to help you through and do what we can to help you. You know, put whatever, whatever you need, guys. Whatever you need. We're here for you. We're here for you. What we get out of this is uh, uh, an abundance of being humble, because it does. It, it it just helps us. You have to humble yourself, and I know for me, helping others and doing the right thing with the right intentions, you it's have a, it's a beautiful thing.
0: It is. It's uh it's a gratifying uh, feeling. There you go. That's what you know, I know. It's very for. fulfilling. Very fulfilling. I very fulfilling when you can help somebody else. Yeah, I was looking
1: for you the know, word gratitude. Yeah, that's
0: it. Listen, we're here for you. There's a lot of people that are here for you. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing forward. Keep tuning in to the number one sober podcast on Spotify, YouTube, and all platforms. Mm-hmm. The Sober Success Podcast with me and Veronica.
1: That's right. And um um from a good friend of mine, every time we uh he shares on a meeting, what he'll say is don't drink, go to meetings, get a sponsor and stay out of your fucking head.
0: <laughs> That's it. So thank you everybody for uh hanging out with us. I don't know how long we went on tonight. We were uh, I don't know. It was a long night. Good night. Mm -hmm. um,
1: I'm exhausted.
0: Yeah. So we're going to wrap it up. You know, I hope everyone has a beautiful, blessed week. Yes. Stay tuned. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Definitely. We'll see you. We'll
1: talk to you next week and not see you. Well,
0: yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Stay tuned.
1: We're working on getting equipment so we could do these uh, you know in person record us you know our faces the video so, podcast there you go the video podcast i'm guys i'm exhausted i don't even know what i'm saying um you all have a great week have a great night peace love happiness
0: that's it and uh most of all let's get it baby It together. You are worth it. No better investment to make than in yourself. You can change your story and start winning with Sober Success. Sober Success Coaching is a program offered by me, which provides coaching services to help you maintain a strong and stable recovery. The program covers a range of topics including relapse prevention, coping skills, healthy habits, and goal setting. Clients work with me to develop a personalized plan for their recovery and to track their progress towards their goals. Listen, I'm a trained and certified addiction recovery coach with personal experience in recovery from addiction. At Sober Success, we provide a non-judgmental and supportive environment to help you achieve your goals. Sober Success Coaching at Let's Get It Recovery Coaching is a comprehensive and personalized coaching program designed to help you in recovery from addiction, achieve and maintain long-term sobriety. If you or a loved one may be interested in getting sober and becoming the best version of yourself possible through having a clear plan of action, and taking an action, please tap the link in the description and schedule a free virtual coaching session today. Let's get it, baby.